is this thing on? Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the SA Voice Podcast. I'm your host for this episode, Amanda. I'm joined by my co-hosts for this one, Brian and Tiffany, and we have a very special guest with us today. We have the president and CEO of St. Lawrence College, Glenn Volbrett with us. How are you doing today, Glenn? Great, Amanda. Good morning. It's, it's kind of neat that we're doing a podcast on Zoom, actually, so... <laughs> I like it. One of the many changes we're all making and adapting to, right? Exactly. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Good stuff. All right. So for those of you who, those of us who don't know you, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Sure. Sure. Thanks, Amanda. So I, uh, so uh, again, Glenn Volabrett, and uh, I'm actually going into my ninth year as as uh, president and CEO of uh, St. Lawrence College. Uh, have been nine of the best years of my life, quite frankly. Um, and uh, I've been at the college for, I just celebrated my 20th uh, anniversary. And uh, prior, prior to being the president, I was the uh, senior VP of corporate services for 12 years. So uh, I've been here for uh, quite some time. I love it. I, um, hang on a sec. You can't see this, on <laughs> you can't see it on a podcast, but you can see it on Zoom. I wear my yep. SLC scarf wherever I go. Nice. And uh, yeah, there we go. There we go. There it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just, uh, I love SLC and I, I love what we do as a, as a college and as a community in all three of our communities. And uh, um, it's a pleasure, uh, pleasure to be here uh, with, with you folks. So. Well, it's a pleasure to have you and congratulations on that anniversary. anniversary. That's very impressive. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. So we're going to be asking Glenn a bit about um, the program moving online and how that's been working on his end to kind of give you an idea of what to expect for the semester. So we're going to start with student engagement. So like sure. this is one of the ways that we've been engaging with students on campus with everything being online. So what's the importance of student engagement while being online? Can you touch a bit on that aspect? Because I know we sure. don't have that face-to-face -face interaction on campus much anymore. Sure. So I, I you know, I think um, the importance of, of student engagement when you're in an online environment is is even greater than than it was when when we were all walking the halls, right? Because um, mm -hmm. it, it has to be very intentional now. Um, you have to really search out for those those uh, opportunities uh, to to engage with folks. So you know, it's no different than what we're finding at the college, um, trying to engage with uh, our staff and our, and our faculty and and so forth. Um, you know, you know me, I, I like to walk the halls and, and talk to people and find out what's going on. I'm, I'm very rarely in my office. Um, and but for the last 10 months or so, um, that's been very, very, very difficult, as you know. Um, so, you know, some of the things that uh, that we've done at the college is purposely set up, um, you know, town halls, um, uh, team meetings. Uh, I think I've met with every team at the college in the last three months. Um, and that was purposeful and intentional. I think I had about 40 meetings of one hour each uh, meeting with people because I would normally see them in the halls, right? And, yeah. and you know, so you translate that to student engagement um, and the same thing has to, has, has to occur, right? So, you know, for, you know, the, the good things that you're doing as a, as a student government trying to engage uh, with our students um, and, and, you know, whether it's those online events or setting up chat groups or, or just, you know, um, creating some opportunities for students from, from different areas as well to, to connect with each other. Um, it's, it's difficult, but you know, um, it can be very isolating, right? If you, if you don't. And uh, 
you know, last, I guess it was last fall when I was uh, in the college, uh, I'm usually in a couple of, couple of days, um, I was talking to some first year students and, uh, in, in, and they were taking a break, they were health sciences students and, and some fitness and health uh, promotion students. And this was their first year at the, at the college and, and they had no idea what, what it was like, right? Because I was trying to explain to them on a normal <laughs> October, right? This place would have 5,000 students going through and there'd be booth setups and, and lots of noise and lots of good uh, vibe and environment. And they had, they had no, no idea. And they were looking forward to the point, uh, to the time when, the, when they would be able to experience that. Um, but you know, we're into this for 10 months and we've got some time to go. We might actually have some grads, believe it or not, that will have spent their entire time at St. Lawrence College never stepping forward on campus. Um, yeah. So think about that. And as a student government, how do you connect with those students? As a college, how do we connect with them as students and then as alumni after as well? It's, it's, um, it's you know, it's, it's really challenging, um, but I've seen some, some great, um, you know, some great innovation, uh, you know, the, uh, the um, orientation this year, I think was two, you know, two weeks of orientation. Um, that never happened before. I think they learned a lot about connecting with, uh, connecting with students and, and in terms of the orientation. And we, and we also found that students that participated in the two week orientation, whether they took one session, two sessions, or, or all 14, had an easier time um, adjusting the following week when classes started, right? Because they'd already gone through some of the, the basic stuff, the tech setup, um, you know, how to, how, to, how to navigate your computer, how to navigate the screen, all those little tips that we've learned uh, in, the last 10, in the last 10 months. So, you know, little things like that, I think, uh, um, make a difference and they're so, so important right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I, last year I did the orientation. It, I found it set me up for success. And then last, last semester, like sort of last semester, last spring, yeah. when we had to switch online. It was a, it was a hard adjustment for everyone, but as someone that was already well versed in using some of these online methods, it was a lot easier for me. And then doing the re reorientation this year, same kind of thing. It, it does really set you up for success. So that's right. a good thing. And, and actually that's a good kind of tip to look at is like using the, the, tools given to us. So would you have any tips for success for people going to this winter semester to expect or is anything going to be different from last semester do you think? Are you, are, are, let me turn the question around for a second. Yeah. Zoom, Zoom, Teams or Skype, what's your preference? Uh, teams. I like the multifunctionality of it personally. Yeah. Send a little chat and sharing a file so easily. Like we have uh, a team set up for the podcast here. I have multiple teams set up for different classes and different groups. So I'm able to kind of like constantly interact with different things at the same time. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, neat. How about the how about uh, you, Amanda? I definitely agree with Brian. I think Teams is probably the most functional one for especially doing online classes because you can share screen and it's a lot easier to reach out to the people in your class to like get online study groups together or to chat about assignments and everything. So yeah, Teams would definitely be my preference. Tiffany? Three out of three for Teams. I have to say Teams is definitely my favorite as well. Um, I do a lot of peer tutoring for the for my peers in my class, and I find that the functionality of Teams is is by and far the best. I can, uh, you know, you can open up a little whiteboard and you can doodle to each other and you can send files and set up specific teams for different tutoring groups. And I find that, you know, the quality of the video is just as good as, as Zoom, um, yeah. but it just has so many other functions that 
really lend themselves to learning remotely um, yeah. and being kind of a, a group, a team when yeah. you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, eh? Because um, I, I found it interesting that people will call like Zoom bombing and Zoom this. And, and so it's <laughs> become like a generic term when in fact they're actually using Teams or, or, or Skype. And I've also found that um, Teams has probably done the most in the last 10 months to upgrade uh, the platform. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm with you. So four for four. Anyhow, sorry, I turned the question around. <laughs> Rafa. Um, no, did you? Tip, tips for success. You know, um, you, you heard the announcement yesterday. I think we're going into a period. Um, it's going to be a dark period for the next couple of months, right? We, got, we, we really have to bear down as a society, as a college, as, as students, as educators, um, and, and really put, you know, um, make sure that we're adhering to the, to the public safety guidelines. So, I, you know, I, I think we'll be uh, online for the next couple of months at, at yeah. least at least right and and you know it's going to be it's going to be longer than that but i mean in terms of the actual like uh strict lockdown we're probably into it to march or or, or so um and so i think you know some of the things that we talked about in the first question um the andy's been raised right in terms of engagement because i don't know about you but i always find you know after you get through the holiday period in january the excitement of startup and everything February is a tough month, right? Um, yeah. Feb February, early March, and and you know I I I you know I I you know I, I'm concerned and I get concerned uh, for our students and for our, for our employees um, that that we're practicing good wellness, practicing good mental health um, because those are tough. Those are really tough months, and I think the importance of of engagement goes uh, goes up. And I think as a student government, I think as a college leader, and and it's up to us to sort of reach out, take that, you know, take that opportunity, reach out, um, you know, uh, call, call somebody, whether it's a Teams call or, or a phone call, which seems so, so archaic these days, um, or a text, but reach out to those that you know that, you know, may be suffering a bit, um, may, may need that, that friendly, uh, um, how are you doing? Um, you know, is there anything I can help you with? That type of thing. I think as, as student leaders, as college leaders, that's up to us to do. We need, we need to reach out and do that because it's a tough time um, when there was no pandemic. These are, these are, these are long months, right? Um, and especially long now. So um, I always encourage folks to, to reach out to people um, and just, you know, quick call, how you doing? You know, those types of things. Teams is nice because you can see the facial reaction and you can make goofy faces and stuff like that, right? Um, it's just, it, it's just, it, it, re it really does help people. Um, and th there's a lot of folks alone out there right now. So, Yeah, something I do is every day, I try to text, email, or call at least three people that are like outside of like schoolwork or group work, just because That's it, kind of, it, hel it helps, it helps me to kind of keep oriented to, like, to the outside world and like, to keep in contact with friends. It's like right now, if you're not going to be able to hang out with people, it's harder to be like, I'll just text someone out of nowhere for no reason, right? So you have to kind of, you have to continuously make those neural, neural links, right? But do. yeah, like, do you guys, do you guys do anything like that? Like just kind of reach out to people just for no reason, just to kind of like keep in contact and keep the mental wellness up? Yeah, I definitely think that's um, something that kind of goes both ways with the benefits there is to like not only supply that interaction, but also to kind of build those relationships when you can't be together so that when you are able to get together again, it kind of bounces off of that and you're not just kind of starting back from square one again. Yeah, yeah. 
I agree. I like to reach out, especially to, to classmates that um, I haven't met before because mm. this is my first year at St. Lawrence. And um, so we haven't met in person, but I like to just reach out every day and make sure, you know, like, hey, good morning. How's everybody doing? Everyone feeling okay? You need anything? You need to chat? You know, share some jokes, yeah. whatever you got to do. Because um, I think it it makes other people happy, but it makes me feel happy too. Yeah. Um, and it's important to to take care of yourself as well. Absolutely, Tiffany. No. And, you know, you just reminded me of something too. Um, and because um, whenever I do the, when I was doing those team sessions, you know, I always encourage folks to turn on their camera. Not everybody wants to turn on their camera, as you know. And I've talked to many faculty and it's tough teaching to a classroom that doesn't have their camera on. And, um, you know, and, and, and I know there are folks that don't want to for various reasons, and I respect that, and, and, that, and, and we all need to respect, respect that. But if you can, um, by turning your camera on, I found you're actually more engaged. I, I, I have to sit in, in meetings sometimes, and, you know, if, I, if my camera's off, I'm doing this, right? I've got the phone out, I've got an iPad on, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing three different things, and I'm not really present or engaged. But if you have your camera on, then you're, you have to be, right? Um, and, and I think that's, um, you know, it's important um, for you personally to do that so that you're engaged and uh, to help those that are trying to, to teach a class and, and those types of things as well. Because um, I've done some sessions where everybody has the camera off and it's awful. Um, it's, re it's, really diff it's really challenging. So all little things, eh? who, who, who would have thought that we'd be talking about this a year ago? I know, it's very strange. I mean, I think that we're lucky that we live in an era where we have all this technology and we can connect with each other, but connecting this way is so different is. from anything that we're used to. And it's nothing like any of us, I think, would have expected. And it certainly happened a lot faster than I think anybody oh, yeah. expected. You know, life was kind of heading the way of getting everything online, but this kind of pushed it forward by a number of years. It, cer it certainly um, did. You know yeah. what I so obviously, like, technology is a lot more incorporated into our day-to-day -day life now. Right. Um, do you have any experiences that you can share um, about technology? Yeah, so two, one thing, I just want to follow up on that last point that mm -hmm. you made too, that it's not the same. In, in a lot of ways, um, having a, 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 a conversation through Teams or whatever, um, I find folks let their guard down a little bit more because they're still, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, there's this, you know, Yes, you know, yes, you're there, Brian, but you're not, you know what I mean? And, 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 and so I've, I, I have found that people have opened up a lot more as well, um, which is a good thing, um, which, which is kind of interesting. But, you know, in terms of uh, having tech in our lives 24-7 now, um, I've really purposely made a point of um, trying to, to de-plug, like, like just pull it out when you're, when you're done. Um, I, I've been reading, you know, I, I'm reading paper books. Um, my, my, my Kindle and co have been packed away because I've, I've had it with that, right? Like I, I, I purposely try to get uh, uh, um, disconnect from, from technology. I will take out my little trumpet and try to oh, nice. try to blow some, I'm not very good. I'm very good at <laughs> at trying different instruments, but I have no musical talent. So unfortunately, but, but I like, I like learning. Um, but, you know, so I, I, I do think it's more important than ever to go out for walks, take a walk, enjoy the fresh air, 
that's one of the things you know that um, that's available to us, and we can do it, and we can do it safe, and it gets us out of the technology piece. Um, you really have to 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 um, unplug um, more so yeah. now than than ever, right? Um, and so I, that's what I would encourage folks to do. That's what I'm doing personally. I try to get out for a walk or a run every day. Um, I'm, you know, we in our family, we um, we're one of those families that got a COVID puppy. Um, and uh, the nicest thing about that actually has been that, you know, you have to go out for a walk in the morning and you have to go out for a walk at, at night. Um, and that's great because the fresh air, it's, it's amazing how you can have a, a tough day at school or a tough day at work. You go out, you know, with, uh, for a walk for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and, and the world's changed and everything's, everything's much better, right? So that, that's, that's what I would suggest. Um, the other thing is, if you can, um, you know, try to um, set yourself up the best you can with the resources that you have in terms of using the technology. So I'm, I'm for example, um, my wife for, uh, for the holidays got me a stand-up desk, right? Just, uh, it's actually the most basic rudimentary stand-up desk you can get. It's made by Harmony, um, and it was a Kickstarter thing. It's just three pieces of wood. But it's allowed me to. I'm doing this standing up now, and and nice. then the next, my next hour, I'll do sitting down, and it's just, it's just again moving, right? Um, those types of things. And so, if you need a mouse, get a mouse. Um, if you have a, you know what I mean. So you just those little little types of little types of things. So I don't know if I answered your question, but I I started rambling, but. <laughs> That's okay. I have to agree with you that I think one of the hardest things to do is like disconnect from all the technology and there's such difficulty with separating work and school and home yes. because work and school and home are all the same place now exactly um so it can be really hard to to make that distinction between yeah. places so i think that you know going out leaving your space even for five ten minutes to just wander around is definitely one of my like top things that i do to kind of separate because yeah i if if I didn't leave the space, I probably would just work all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so true, Tiffany. Especially, you know, especially as a student, you know, uh, chances are you're you're in smaller smaller quarters, that, that type of thing. And so the 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 difference between personal and work and 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 student life, there's no change, right? It's like from this square yard to this square yard, right? And so you really do have to have to get out. Um, and you know, everyone has different situations, but yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. So, yeah, no, that's definitely, um, some good advice that I've gotten from one of my friends is making sure to keep those areas of your work and, uh, relaxation, like separate or else they're going to kind of just merge together and you're not going to be able to relax as much. Um, we did touch on it earlier with the texting people and kind of creating that sense of community. Uh, I know St. Lawrence has a really good belonging motto. And I know that's something that I experienced when I was on campus last year was that real sense of belonging on campus. So was it hard to transfer that uh, belonging motto into kind of the digital aspect of doing everything online? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, the belonging value came when we were doing our strap plan about uh, 18 months to two years ago. And we had uh, interviewed, I guess I talked to over 1,200 folks, including 600 students, um, participated in that. 
and they said, you know, St. Lawrence's secret sauce was this um, um, value of belonging. People felt that when they, you know, when they came, when they came to St. Lawrence, um, that this was a place where they felt like they belonged. And, you know, Tiffany, you haven't been, I guess, your first year, so you really haven't been through the hallways and stuff, but there really is a different atmosphere when you come into any one of our, of our campuses. And I've been to all the colleges, and I'm not just saying this because I'm the St. Lawrence president, but it really is a nice, a nice um, feeling. You know, when I was doing those Teams conversations that I was talking to you about, um, we've probably hired maybe, you know, between retire, retirements and so forth and new hires, maybe 40 to 50 folks in the last 10 months, many of which they've never stepped forward on campus, right? So they, they're brand new employees. Um, and, you know, I met them online and they, they were able to say that, you know, they felt that value of belonging, even though they haven't stepped forward on campus which was quite interesting actually. And it was just the way that their team members reached out to them, um, the way, you know, the way they were onboarded and, and, and that type of thing. So I think it, it, is very po it is possible to do it in a digital world. Um, but, you know, having, having said that, there's nothing like um, walk, you know, walking down the halls and, and hearing laughter and smiling, and smiling faces and so forth. So, you know, we're, we're, we're embarking on a, um, uh, an EDI uh, belonging task force uh, right now to um, really um, sort of, I, I would say, operationalize the value of belonging into St. Lawrence College, right? So I, you know, I think we've done a great job as a college over the past, but there's lots more that we can do, and we have, we have lots more that we can do better. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to uh, the task force um, doing, their, doing their study over the next four to five months. Um, they've been at it for a couple of months and then making some recommendations uh, to myself and, 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 the senior, and the senior team. Um, we're, we're, we'll, we, we will be embarking, you're going to see a, a video on this out pretty soon, um, to all students and, and all employees um, about courageous conversations that we're going to be hosting. Um, and it's, you know, it's going to, we're going to, I think, have a series of about 14 uh, conversations. Um, and, and so that folks can share their experiences, uh, both positive and, and maybe not so positive um, at, at, uh, at, at the college or, or in, the, in their community. Uh, and then we're gonna be doing our first ever equity uh, census um, to, get a, to get an understanding of, uh, of you know, who you are um, and who we are at, at the college. So I'm pretty excited about that. And that's all work that can continue in an online environment that hopefully by the time the recommendations come out, um, we'll be sort of in the tail end of, of, of COVID and be able to, to do some neat things at the college. I love that. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. I like the equity one. It sounds cool. It is. It's going to be great. And, and um, I'm going to uh, introduce uh, all 14 sessions. Uh, and then I'm going to leave because, you know, <laughs> sometimes, like I like sometimes folks aren't comfortable, right? Having to say that in front of, you know, whether it's their supervisor or whether it's the president or the vice president. So I want the conversations to be an, an open, inclusive environment. Um, and so sometimes it's better that if, if that I may not be there. So, so, um, and, and that's tough for me, I got to tell you, because I like to be participating in, in, in these things. But, but I think for, for, in order to get um, a good, honest, open conversation for folks, we need to set it up that people feel safe uh, and that uh, they, they feel free that they're able to, uh, to, to, to say what's on their mind.
Yeah, the cycle back to what something you, you talked about earlier with the teams is like how people are more open on teams, and it it's kind of falls under the same kind of guys there. Yeah. It's like if they're emailing you on teams or talking to teams, they almost might forget that you're their boss or who you are necessarily, and you're just someone that's providing a, a voice or something they can talk to. Where then you see your face, like, oh wait, no, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 maybe that does happen. I, I, you know, I like to think it doesn't, but it probably does. The reality is, it probably, it, it, you know, it probably, it probably does. So I'm really looking forward to these conversations and and uh, and looking forward to the equity census, uh, the first, the first ever that we've done. So um, when you see when you see the um, um, like when you see the video, please do everything you can to. To promote it to our students because the more the better the, the more people that respond to this the better the data that we'll have uh and the better um that we'll be able to make informed uh recommendations no uh, it makes a lot of sense uh, and honestly from my perspective i think you guys have done a great job of transitioning to the online like i the, the learning it's been hard it's been different it's been difficult mm -hmm. but i think it's all to, all told i think it's been a really good job with it Behind the scenes though, have there been any significant challenge you guys have gone through in this transition? Like anything that came up that you weren't expecting or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, and you know, I have to um, congratulate and hats off to all of our faculty and support uh, staff and everybody that works at the college and all our students who, who if you recall last, you know, my wife and I were going for a walk this morning with our dog, uh, Lily is her name. Um, uh, talking about we're almost at the one year anniversary I think it was like March that we we moved into online like we did that within 10 days and and faculty like unbelievable I, I'm so so impressed with our faculty and support staff and how they were able to do uh, to, to switch to an online or an alternate delivery format um, but that was stage one right and and I think um, you know, things have improved tremendously since then as well. And you probably have seen, you know, just the, the fact that the knowledge that we all have in terms of using technology, what works, what doesn't, what works for a student, what, what doesn't, um, you know, so I think, I think we've learned a lot in the last 10 months. And, and, you know, folks sometimes ask me, um, you know, how do you see this impacting the future? And I, and in our strat plan, we had, we had all kinds of um, projects to, to, to further advance alternate delivery already in our strap plan. Did we think we could get it done in, in 10 days? No, if, honestly, it would have taken five years, 10 years to get it done uh, if, if it wasn't for a pandemic. But having, having said that, I think we've learned that some things really work well, others not so much, right? Um, some things will continue um, post pandemic uh, other things, no, we need that, you know, we need that in-person um, uh, classroom environment. But I can see a shift where, you know, some of the, uh, maybe some of the traditional type of, of, of information sharing uh, might be online and some more of the discussion and collaboration and engagement will be in-person, right? Um, I can see that happening uh, for sure. Uh, but that's what we're moving towards anyhow. Uh, and I haven't even talked about our virtual reality projects yet, which are going to totally change, uh, you know, the the um, the uh, future of of, of learning uh, in terms of labs and, and virtual reality. And do any of you have an Oculus? I do. <laughs> so I I I didn't even know this thing. You know, I'm a little out of touch sometimes, but I do have I do have a, a um, you know, my youngest son is 22. He's, he's a student at St. Lawrence. 
and that's all you know that was the, that was what he wanted for uh um you know for the holidays and and so he got an oculus and i, I put this on the other day i was blown away how realistic things are right and i've seen some of the virtual reality stuff at the education fairs and everything and it's going to be incredible in terms of what we can do from an education perspective and how uh, uh, students will be able to experience things that there's no way we could have provided that uh, in the future. So I see a lot of that happening. Um, but again, that, that um, collaboration, that engagement, that discussion period with your peers uh, in person. Um, so, you know, but that has huge impacts for a college. That means how we design our space in the future is going to change as well. The traditional classroom, um, I, you know, you're not going to see that in three, four years. So. Interesting. And I think, I think that buffer period that you mentioned in March that we had when everything first went online really helped to kind of determine what worked and what didn't going into the start of a new semester so that way we could have a bit more of a clear path of where we're going and kind of not have to worry about working out all those bugs while starting exactly yeah no ex exactly and 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 you know i think you know I, it hasn't been easy for anybody it hasn't been easy for for you our students it hasn't been easy for faculty and support staff I, if you look around right everybody's tired um they are tired people are working and a lot of hours people are you know students are, are spending a lot of time navigating this and then you know with the with the current restrictions so people are are, are exhausted and tired um but you know i'm so impressed with everybody and i, I sincerely mean that uh, it's it's incredible how people have risen to the occasion um right from you know from our students right through uh to our faculty to the people that are looking after our buildings each and every day still we have lots of folks that have been going in every single day since this thing started because they, they they've had to um so you know my hats uh hats off to all of those those folks yeah i agree like the the st lawrence team is incredible like i can't believe that we are able to keep a college fully functioning I know. with so little notice on moving everything to online. I don't, it blows my mind yeah. that it's even possible. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, we've, we've got a really good team here, Tiffany, really good team. Yeah, so you did touch uh, on the long-term implications for St. Lawrence and for education going forward, but do you think that there are gonna be any long-term impacts for the whole world with going online with everything? Oh. Absolutely, absolutely. Like one of the, um, you know, one of the closest impacts that we'll 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 have as well is even in um, in healthcare. Um, so you know, for those of you that have had to have an appointment with your 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 uh, healthcare professional, um, you were able, you you may have been able to do that through a Teams call or a Zoom call or or whatever. Um, that would have taken years to happen and and now it's happening right it's 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 being done all over the place that's going to totally change how healthcare is is delivered uh in in the future in the future and i think that's going to be you know healthcare um takes up 50 percent of the provincial budget of the federal budget uh and in most countries that's one of the largest expenses um and and that's going to be totally changed and turned upside down in the next few years and it's a result of of you know what's what's happened and what they've learned uh through uh through 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 covid um you know the other piece though on the on the on the flip on the flip side uh tiffany is that it's also exposed the inequities um that we have 
um, right? So not everybody has fiber or you know broadband that has the, has enough capacity. Not everybody has access to all the technology, and it's really shown some of the inequities that exist in this in in locally and in in you know provincially, nationally, and in the world. Um, and you know I think uh, things like um, you know access to technology, access to to uh, internet um, is, is a human right um, yeah. and, and, and needs to be. And, and you know, we've, we've seen how that has, uh, has been an issue for, for, for our students uh, and for some of our employees as well. So I, I think um, um, from a, a, a world impact, the importance of making that as important as electricity, as important as uh, a clean drinking water, it's going it's, it's to be right up there uh, for, for, in order to have uh, fairness and equity in this, on this planet. So. You know, that's a really good point. It's definitely become one of those things that um, you can't really be without. No. It's so important to every facet of our lives now that you really need to be connected in some way, at least. And you're right, there are so many people, even locally, that oh, yeah. um, can't afford the technology, they can't get access to internet that's reliable or fast enough to manage. I mean, if we look at um, you know, the elementary schools and high schools that, that went online as well, and mm -hmm. you know, half these students don't have a computer or a tablet mm -hmm. or anything that they could work off of. Exactly. And it's hard to believe in this day and age that, that exists that that problem exists yeah but you know it, re it really does and this and what COVID has shown us it's, it's really uh, brought that to the forefront and those inequities are, are, are more um, present now than ever so we you know we have a lot of work to do as a society uh, to ensure that folks have equal access to that because you know when you think about if you didn't have access to technology today how do you, you know, how do you access any of the government programs that are available? How do you learn? How do you connect with people? Like, anyway, so that's a piece that uh, I think uh, um, the world needs to work on. So. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Was there anything else that you wanted to, to add for us today, Glenn? Anything you wanted to, to talk about that we haven't already covered? No, you, that's, um, I think you've asked me five or six questions that really covered the whole spectrum. So yep. <laughs> uh, uh, kudos to, to you folks. And, and thanks so much for inviting me. I love this. I, I saw that this was on my uh, calendar this week and I got really excited about it. Um, Thank because, you so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, it's great. No, it's uh -huh. great because I, again, normally I'd be, you know, walking, going upstairs, seeing what, seeing what's going on. And uh, I can't really do that. So thank you so much for inviting me this morning. It was a real pleasure. Well, we, we've, it's been a pleasure for us too. Thank you so much for coming on the show with us and, and taking the time out of your schedule to, to chat with us about this. It's really important. And I think that you've done a really great job mm. so far in, in connecting everybody and making sure that everything runs smoothly. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks, Tiffany. Thanks and have a great, uh, a great rest of the morning and, and a great week. Yeah, you too. And uh, everybody, as usual, you can definitely check out any of our social media channels to follow the podcast. We are available most places that podcasts are available. We're also on YouTube and um, we are on Spotify. So uh, yeah, thanks again to Glenn, the president and CEO of St. Lawrence College for joining us today. And I hope that everyone has an awesome day. Thanks.